We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Buzz Beat Radio, your premier Charlotte Hornets show. All right, so on that note, let's play a little game to end this show, uh, in this episode. Just kind of play GM. That's what we're going to do here. Brian, I want to throw it to you first. If you're the GM, you wake up this morning, the Charlotte Hornets are 10 and 18. You have to make a decision the next 24 hours uh, of, of how to shake things up or just stand pat and keep churning towards this hopeless playoff spot. What are you doing? Well, first off, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a happy mood. I probably didn't sleep all that well last night. Um, but what I, one of the, the two of the teams that I'm there's – a, there's a bunch of teams I'm interested in calling, but one, maybe my first call might be in Spencer or maybe it was Richie. Did you guys bring up – which one of you guys brought up the Utah Jazz recently as a possible trade suitor? Was it one of you guys? It was maybe Spencer last, last week. Anyways, maybe, yeah. regardless – I'm going to call Dennis Lindsay out in Salt Lake City. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, it, they're two hours behind. So I'm going to, I'm going to have a cup of coffee and I'm going to give him some, some time to wake up before I, before I give him a call. But um, so here's the thing with the Utah Jazz. They're about a game and a half out of the playoffs. They want to make the playoffs. I mean, this, this team is trying to win now. Things with Ricky Rubio, their offseason acquisition of point guard are going poorly. They're much, much better uh, with him on the bench this season, both sides of the court. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call them because they've got their first-round pick. They've got a guy like Rodney Hood that's getting close to free agency or what will be his restricted free agency. They've got a Derek Favors expiring contract that's coming up off the books. And I actually think that the Jazz, including Snyder and Lindsey, I think they'd like to clear that because I think they want to go four. In, I know Rudy Gobert got hurt last night, um, possibly an MCL injury, but they want to go four round one with Gobert, which is what they should be doing. Um, so what, what I'm trying to get is I'm trying to say Kemba Walker for, and, and I'd like to say, you know, a pick Rodney hood plus either Rubio's contract, Joe Johnson's contract, which is also expiring or Derek favors expiring contract, which I think they're less likely to maybe move because he's kind of also their backup center too. But I don't know if you can get hood and a pick, but I would try to balance it around Kemba Walker for Ricky Rubio 
Rodney Hood in a first round pick if I could do that. That's like maybe where I'm going to start talking turkey with Dennis Lindsay. Um, the salaries match up, it works out. And Rodney Hood, I mean, I know you'd have to pay him this summer if you wanted to keep him because he's going into unrestricted free agency. But uh, maybe he's even a trade piece too. And, and I and look, he he's important to Houston or to Utah's offense too. So maybe they're not willing to part ways with him. But I think with Alex Burks is being healthy, he can give him a score off the bench. This means more playing time for Donovan Mitchell. Well, getting to play alongside Kemba, and uh, boy, I mean, it would be painful for Hornets fans to see Kemba and Donovan Mitchell play together outside of of Charlotte. But I think Utah, and I don't know if their chances, what their chances would be of re-signing Kemba in 2019, but they get two playoff runs with Kemba, which I think is enough to maybe talk them off uh, Rodney Hood or a first-round pick. So that's my call. Utah, Dennis Lindsay, uh, Ricky Rubio, Rodney Hood, and a first-round pick for Kemba Walker. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I, I really like that. I like that a lot. I can get on board with that in a heartbeat. Richie, same scenario. You woke up this morning. What are you doing? All right, I'm going to be targeting Denver, uh, and I think I've thrown this trade out to you guys before, and I, I'm not sure. I talked to a Denver fan and asked if, if this seemed fair. I, I'm going to be targeting younger players, and I, I definitely want a draft pick as well, but definitely younger players because we can't draft well, so I want kind of like a promising player that I know that could move forward with this team that at least guarantees someone that has been established uh, in the NBA. Uh, so what I would throw out to Denver, uh, and again, Denver's a tough team to trade with because they have a lot of young pieces and a good contracts. So you, you have to add a lot of them to kind of match up Kimba's salary. So it seems like this is a little lopsided um, on our end, but maybe not. So throwing uh, Denver Kimba and uh, Dwayne Bacon, he's he's more of like a throw-in and also to match salaries. Actually, with, with or without him, the, these salaries would match. So Walker and Bacon headed to Denver. Coming back our way will be Will Barton. Uh, he has one year left with about $3 million. Uh, Emmanuel Moutier, two years left with about $3 million. And you know, I know Moutier's had a, an up-and-down career, uh, but I feel like this, this season he's definitely had a bounce-back year. And then a younger player in Hernan Gomez, a power forward that could shoot the ball. I feel like his role this season in Denver has diminished a bit. And I'm not sure if we could get a draft pick out of that as well. But if, if I can go Walker Bacon for Barton, Moutier and Hernan Gomez, I think I'd be okay with it. But if I can get a pick as well, I'd be all over it. Not sure if Denver would do it, but I think that they all obviously need a point guard. And I think Kimball Walker uh, would definitely be someone that'd be interested in. And obviously their defense needs some some upped play as well. It doesn't really help with with Walker by any means, but maybe Bacon in the future could potentially potentially be a three and D type of player for that team. So what do you guys think for that? I I could also get on board with that. I, I don't yeah, I think you're right in saying would would Denver do that. Right. Um but maybe. I mean it, that and that's what becomes difficult with like gauging trade scenarios for the for the Hornets because it's really hard to put your finger on where Kemba's market is. Yeah. It's really hard to put your finger on where, where any star, you know, outside of like four or five players in the NBA, like where their market lies. But I think in terms of the kind of situations we're, we're thinking about, you know, from a rebuilding standpoint, I, I think that, that certainly merit uh, of some serious thought. Yeah, I think uh, the only one of my one of my sort of wild card factors here is Barton's really important to Denver this year. Denver's woke up today fifth in the West, by the way, um, and they're playing playing pretty good ball. They had a big win last night against the Pelicans, 
in Barton as a, his three point shooting, his energy he had a huge, I mean, a monster slam for them that you'll see on all the highlight shows today for the Nuggets. I just don't know if they're if they're in win now mode. I mean, maybe Kemba's enough of an upgrade, but they also seem pretty committed to that Gary Harris, Jamal Murray backward of the future, which has played pretty well recently, by the way, too. Um, it's interesting. I don't think Denver. I think Denver would have to hear it out because Kemba's the best player in the deal, right? You know. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, so because of that, I certainly think there's a chance it could happen. I just think Barton is one of those guys that they're going to be. Um, they'd be hesitant to part ways within the short term because uh, because he is so darn important to them. They're, they're they're just they're lacking in, in wings. And and that's why uh, Hernan Gomez has had to play some of the three for them this year because they just don't have wings. And so I think they'd be hesitant to get rid of Barton, but you could also make the case that hey, Bacon can come in and soak up some of the uh, soak, up, soak up some of those minutes, perhaps too. So and maybe Malik Beasley is ready for more time on the wing in Denver as well, whatever. But uh, but I think Barton is the one guy that might throw a wrench into that deal um, because I just think. Denver win now mode is he's so critical to what they're trying to do that's what makes Denver so problematic in trading for him because if I, if I took off Barton that deal wouldn't work salary salary wise right. so like exactly. I'm not trying to like totally just fleece them on this trade but it's more of the salaries matching that makes it right. difficult with this team no doubt, no doubt. yeah and Barton's you know he's an expiring uh he'll be unrestricted it feels like he's going to get paid I don't even know if Charlotte would want to be Pay the him. team yeah. to have to yeah, to have to swallow that. I mean, you know, he, he's gonna get he's gonna get overpaid surely. And, and look, he's deserved it. But I don't know if that's a piece I'm super interested in, uh, just because I'm not really worried about necessarily the on court value I'm getting back in this trade. I'm, I'm worried more about you know future flexibility. So you know, if you're committed to just like letting him walk after the trade, that's fine. But if we know the Hornets at all, <laughs> they're gonna you know be the ones to shoot themselves in the foot and give that guy too much money. Uh, um, but all right, so hold on to your pants here. But I'm going to tell you what I would do if I was the GM. And God, I can't wait to hear the reaction on this one. Not only from you guys, but just from like from Twitter. I'm going to either get praised or burned at the stake for this one. Um, so I'm going to call Philadelphia, mm. and I'm going to propose. I will send you Kimball Walker and Malik Monk, Philadelphia 76ers. I'm mortgaging everything. We're cleaning it up, baby. Send me back Markel Fultz. Wow. Um, and then you can throw in Justin Anderson and Timothy Luau as fillers. You're going to give me a first-round pick this year. You're, you're a first-round pick, Philly, this year. And then we're going to get swap rights. Uh, you're going to give me the opportunity to swap first-round picks spots with you in, eh, let's say, 2022. So that gives you time to really ride out. Um, really write out this, what looks like a prime for you in Philly. Uh, so in 2022, when you should be really good and not have to worry uh, about the, the whole swapping first-round draft picks, um, just throw that in there as the last thing. So that's what I want. I want your first-round draft pick this year. Fultz, throw in Justin Anderson, Luau, cheap contracts. We'll kick the tires on them, get them some playing time, see what we have with those guys. And then you get Walker and Monk. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, like the, the, the thought of getting a, fir- a, a first-round pick plus swap rights on something else like that, that, that sort of sweetener like immediately makes me like interested. Right. Cause it's just, you see those picks and that like, that's, that's not a guarantee of rebuild, but that's like, that's like, that's a roadmap and that's hope, right. Are those picks. And I also think uh, TLC who you just, I'm not going to try to do the last name there, but 
I think, I mean, he's kind of a chucker, but I like watching him play, man. That guy plays hard and he's trying to shoot threes and dunk on people and stuff like that. So I think he's actually like, he's an interesting piece of this deal too. And you know, you can't forget that Markel Fultz, like if he psychologically gets beyond the whatever physical or mental block he has going on right now, he might be a really good NBA player too. So no, I'm, I'm interested. What do you, what do you think about that? Richie? I think it's I think it's fair. I think I, I think maybe Spencer, you probably don't think it's fair because you think you're gonna get a lot of heat for that. I think it's a fair trade. I think the the sweetener, like you said, Brian, is that first round pick this year. Uh, that definitely makes me more interested in it uh, than if it was just for Fultz. Fultz obviously has been injured, uh, and he's gonna be coming back to the 76ers, who obviously have Simmons as their point guard. So who knows how they view Fultz? Obviously, they drafted him first overall, so they have, they have high expectations for the guy, but. Who knows? I mean, maybe maybe with the fact that they're getting Kemba, they already have Simmons. Maybe they feel like they can part ways with Fultz. And I definitely would pick up the phone and, and definitely be interested in that deal. Just knowing because I, I feel like we have to get off of Kemba. Holding on to Kemba for these next two years isn't really going to do us much good. So I, I'm okay with, with getting Fultz, getting a first-round pick. And yeah, who cares about the swap rights down down the line? But that, that's cool too. Yeah, and the other thing I really like about this trade is that it is it, it will help the Hornets in the tank so much better. <laughs> I, I mean, they literally after this trade, Fultz is hurt. Like we don't even know if he's playing this season. Um, they'd have to start Michael Carter Williams and then give Justin Anderson and like Timothy Lawawu like serious minutes. Oh, maybe ask maybe ask Howard to go home. Like you're talking about like five more wins the entire year. Like this is all the way to the first round, like, yeah. like top of the first round. Yeah. Like th- this is the way to get a great pick and also get Phillies, which yeah. heck we don't know could also possibly end in the lottery. Like yeah, good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just really like this deal and. The reason it makes sense, and the reason I think Philly would do this without even blinking, I, I would think they would, I really do, is that Kimball Walker, Malik Monk, uh, Kimball Walker, obviously the only thing on the Hornets that really has any value, and Malik Monk's the only other tradable piece, I think, on this entire roster. I mean, you know, it's the, the start to his career has been rough, but he hasn't gotten a fair shake in Charlotte. If you're if you're Philly, like, this is what you're, you're like, yeah, Kemba can handle it half the time, Simmons can handle it half the time, Kemba makes made half of his catch-and-shoot threes last season, he'll play perfectly often beat Simmons, uh, give us another 40-point, 40% three-point shooter with, with Reddick and Covington. I mean, it would make it would make Philly super dangerous to have Kemba. And I even yeah. think Brett Brown will just throw – I mean, he'll, he'll play anybody. He'll throw Malik Muck out there and see what he could do alongside, um, you know, uh, alongside Embiid and Simmons. I mean, I'm hesitant to, to bail on Monk, but like you said – he's really the one other tradable piece you got. And the bottom line is in these sort of circumstances, like you got to give up something to get something Mm -hmm. else. Yeah. And I think I like, although it is like to your point, it is early to, to say, all right, let's get rid of Monk. It's not really what I'm saying, but I am saying that like, I'm ready. I'm already ready to give up on the idea of him being like a superstar or even an all-star at that stage. Like, so while the rent, while there's still opportunity in the rest of the league, to kick the tires on that idea, which I'm sure there is, especially like a situation like Philly, where you're surrounded with young players who are going to be future all stars. Like, yep. and the w- number one thing they need, the number one thing they need in Philly is shooting. So you're giving them that in a surplus in this trade. Yep. Uh, I mean, this immediately makes Philly to me a top, a uh, top five Eastern Conference team, maybe top four. Yeah, I, I agree. And, the, and this the thing with one of the big things with Monk is just like if he could just fix his shot selection, like. I mean, just so many, a quarter of his shots are pull-up twos, and he makes 20% of them. Um, 
So he's, he's got to work that out. But I, I think that that is something that's totally, you, you can, you could, you could clear that out of him. Um, he's still young and really talented. So no, I think that's, I think that's really interesting. And look, Philadelphia, they're, they're, they're aggressive and they're trying to win now. And so I think it's something that they would be interested in upgrading, um, the roster. And it's not just in the short term, cause you get Kemba for all of next season too. And their, their books are in great shape. You're not taking on any bad contracts. And so they can always spin it as we always have Simmons and Embiid and Sarge going forward. This doesn't change that at all. It just makes us better now. Um, yeah. And also they have picks. So it's like you, yeah. they could get rid of a pick and it's not like, oh, well, we're not going to pick it in the first round for two years or whatever. Like they've got a plus of, of, of extra picks for them. It doesn't mortgage anything long term. And it makes them better this year in the Eastern Conference that you might say is is a little vulnerable, certainly at the top with uh, with the Cavs and the Celtics not looking like looking very good, but not perfect. Maybe, like you said, Brian, you said, you know, they get him for a year and a half. Kimba, that is. Um, maybe that's the one reason like this trade didn't happen. It's just because like, I don't know, I mean, the Sixers, are, they're going to have to make some tough decisions. Like the guys are going to have to be extended around, I'm sure, at the same time that Kimba's going to have to get a new contract. And like from a cap perspective, it probably doesn't work. So maybe we would have to swallow you know, a bigger salary back from them, Amir Jai. I don't know. I'd have to look at their, yeah. their books a little closer. But anyways, it's an idea. All good, good ideas. We're all starting to think in the right yeah. way. Let's just hope that the front office is, is doing the same thing and really trying to, to look towards the, the future, the long-term future uh, of this team. Can I throw out one more possibility? Real yeah, quick? yeah, sure. One yeah. more? Okay, so this is one I thought about this morning. I, I think is interesting. So one of the other guys, if I'm rich, show one of the other teams I'm calling today I'm calling the Indiana Pacers. Uh, they are tied for fifth in the Eastern Conference. They've, they've dropped a couple games recently, including a big one against Oklahoma City this weekend, or the uh, middle of this past week. Darren Collison, $10 million this season, $10 million next season, but it's only partially guaranteed. Only $2 million guaranteed next season. That's a great contract. Uh, he's having a great season, but Kemba would be a serious upgrade. And as good as Oladipo's been, and maybe this is the new normal for him. Like maybe he's just going to be a, a 24 point a game badass that bombs threes. Like maybe that's him, but I'm willing to bet he'll regress a little bit. And Kemba, all of a sudden, boy, now you got two guys that can close games for you. Now you got one of the most explosive offensive backcourts in the entire NBA, certainly the Eastern conference. And so the guys I'm going after if I'm, if I'm the Hornets and Richie, this is kind of on the note of, I want to get an interesting young player. I'm asking for Sabonis. I'm asking for Kemba, for Darren Collison, and Sabonis. And now they might not be willing to part ways with Sabonis, but they don't really play he and Miles Turner that much together, only about 100 minutes so far this season, and it hasn't been very good. Um, both those guys have been better when the other guy is off the court. Uh, they're both really young. They're similar in age. Turner has a year more of experience in the NBA. I think he's the guy that they're committed to long-term, um, and so, yeah, so, but I don't know, I don't think you could get with this. I don't think you'd all, you'd also be able to get a first round pick out of it too. I think the deal would have to be Collison Sabonis for Kemba. Um, and that, that works in terms of salary. It does get the Hornets. Um, the only problem with that is it's not the sort of like full teardown rebuild because Sabonis is going to help you, you know what I mean? And you're not getting a pick back in return as well too. So it's, it, it's not, it's, um, I don't know. It's maybe deficient in terms of that, but I'm interested in Sabonis as a player going forward, a spread five, um, guy going forward. So anyways, that's one of the other calls I'm making is to the Pacers. 
Yeah, that that trade is is heavily reliant on Sabonis getting better and developing as a player uh, here in Charlotte. Because if that doesn't happen, then you're left with pretty much nothing if you're not getting a draft pick back. So, I mean, I I like it, uh, but, you know, it's a lot of stock in Sabonis. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, he's been he's been pretty darn good offensively this year. Um, it's he's way different than he was in Oklahoma City last year. But you're you're right, and um, and even some of that development might hurt you because it might lower your chances of getting a you know a, a top two or three pick or whatever. Right. So um, it, it has it carries some some certain risk. That's for sure. I like it. I, I I'm slowly becoming a believer in Sabonis. I've, I've watched a fair share of him. You know, this season. Um, you know, I always thought he was a much better player than a lot of the noise and heat he got uh, early in his career. I mean, you watch him in Gonzaga. That guy can do a lot of stuff. So skilled, um, man. Yeah, so skilled. I mean, and, and light on his feet. Um, you know, obviously he's proven to be a great pick and roll big, you know, with, with Old Depot. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued in that. You know, not interesting as you're explaining, an interesting filler maybe in that trade for Charlotte. Maybe like pitch, you know, since we're taking – Sabonis away, this skilled big, maybe throw in, and maybe we can get something else back by throwing in Kaminsky. Like, I don't know. Oh, I yeah. think Indiana. Let's do maybe. it. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, please, but I think, Indi- like, I think Kaminsky would be an interesting fit in Indiana, like, mm-hmm. along with Turner. Like, a much better fit, obviously, with a guy like Turner than a guy like Dwight Howard or even, or even Cody Zeller, for that matter. Like, Turner, skilled big, can protect the rim, like, really take some, some defensive pressure off Kaminsky. It'd just be easier to hide him in Indiana, yep. Indiana, I think. And just the way their offense runs, how creative they are, how much the ball flies around, like that's what Kaminsky needs. I think he'd be an interesting fit in Indiana. So you throw him in, the Pacers are intrigued. You know, maybe they maybe they give us a second round pick or something by just throwing him in there. So yeah. I think it's an interesting, interesting proposition there, BG. All right, good stuff, guys. That's fun. Uh, I'm sure we'll <laughs> have a lot more of that kind of, this kind of, kind of conversation uh, here in the coming weeks uh thanks again uh for tuning in everybody this is episode 48 of buzzbeat radio do not forget we are a proud member of the almighty baller radio network check out almightyballer.com uh, for lots of other great content and sports channel 8 our friends over there make sure you're following them they're the best in the business when it comes to north carolina sports period they got it covered from a to z anything you want college pros even the carolina hurricanes i mean they cover it all man so <laughs> check out our friends over there For Spencer, that's Richie, that's Brian. Again, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.